Hello and welcome to the show once again brought to you with support of Media Proxy. Now KVM, keyboard, video, mouse is not new to Kit Plus TV, but with remote working now becoming the norm, it's certainly become to the fore in recent times. Being able to utilize an existing network infrastructure to extend your resources with easy installation and taking zero space does seem too good to be true though. And with us today to tell us why it's not too good to be true is Jamie Adkin from Ada Technology. Welcome to the show. So, hey guys, once again, Jamie. Uh, before we get too deep, where, where's where's the demand for KVM solutions at the moment, specifically due to the lockdown faced by so many of us? Yeah, well, um, when we talk about KVM, we're talking about keyboard mouse access and most of the time we've been talking about that being from anywhere in the world so um, covid really did drive up demand for our remote access solutions but i think really as we look back at the the last year it's not only been remote access but it's also been about how we help people solve the problem of social distancing internally within the building how do we keep people from having to you know walk around a facility or move to different locations and so kvm has really become about bringing the computers that people need to access to their desk or to wherever they're working, whether that is still in a facility um, or whether it's now a home office or back bedroom. Mm. Yeah. So uh, tell us about your recent news then, Jamie, about the recent uh, Adlink Infinity 101T launch that you had. Yeah, so this is uh, really a new evolution of our Zero U uh, product line, which is something we introduced uh, back in 2018. And it was really in response to broadcasters looking at making, at the time, either a switch from analog to digital for many customers, um, or at the same time, people really looking at how they adopt KVM uh, at broad scale. And one of the common things we see across the broadcast industry is that the people we're working with are typically in uh, high cost real estate areas. And so every U of rack mounting that they have is uh, is money being spent. And so we talked to a lot of customers about the benefits of IP and people were really seeing value in the high density nature of the networks, uh, moving away from what had historically been large chassis or routers taking up huge amounts of uh, rack space. And then when you move to a, a more distributed function, we started to say, well, actually, can we help these people even further by miniaturizing what we do, particularly within the server room space? So we launched um, the Adlink Infinity 100 range, which has been on the market now for three years and been just a, a huge uh, sea change in the adoption again of IP because people were able to do that at a scale that is easy to adopt, easy to install saves them time and saves them huge amounts of money in, in space. So the 101T is uh, leveraging that development and takes it a step further. So we're enhancing the performance of the product, adding new compatibility for DisplayPort and HDMI, um, and also beyond that, offering support for a broader range of peripherals with USB 2. So it's a real enhancement on what we've been doing over the last few years, really in response for, for the market demand for increased resolutions and increased peripheral support as well. So you've coined this phrase uh, zero U. Um, is this a, what does it mean in reality? Is this just a working philosophy or is it, is it a product range or is it a working, you know? Yeah, it's a really a philosophy about how KVM can be installed and um, ultimately uh, 
the background of KVM, if people talk about uh, the analog days of KVM, we used to see a lot of what now we would class as zero U devices. And as people moved into the digital space, we saw something performing a, let's say, a similar job in the digital world, manufacturers producing large boxes that take up multi um, use of rack space. And so we, we decided to spend a lot of energy in solving that problem. And when you think about customers adding two, three, 400 servers, um, yes, it's great to get the use space down and, and be um, high density, but even better if you don't need any use space at all. And the, the 100 and the 101T deliver that in that they're an inline transmitter. So they effectively sit in, in the air in where the cable space would have been. Um, you don't need a physical location to actually store them and mount them. And, and therefore the concept of zero U is born because you, you don't need a single U of rack space to install tens or hundreds of them. Yeah. Now it, it's always interesting to see where, where people are, are utilizing KVM. Um, which, which applications have seen success and most benefit? Well, when we're looking at broadcast market, I, I guess it's, again, it's very broad. There's lots of different applications. Uh, when we talk about live television, broadcast studios, accessing galleries, um, radio is somewhere where, again, we see uh, a real demand for the high density. It tends to be there's not a lot of rack space available. Um, and even more so, actually, if we come into the studio itself, there, there's a requirement for devices to be small, which is something we've really focused on in, in the last few years in the range in general. Um, Beyond that, of course, there's also a demand for KVM within the media space, uh, high-end graphics, visual effects. Um, now, these customers are, are really pushing the boundaries in terms of what are we delivering across the network for KVM. Um, so one of the other announcements we have out recently is that we're now supporting HDR10 uh, with the Adlink Infinity range with the uh, the Alif 4000. But it is the, really that broad spectrum. So the, the 101T is really to answer the challenges of customers adopting KVM in that high density environment, um, but needing the latest in terms of peripheral support and, and also the video connections, because now um, we're seeing servers coming with DisplayPort and HDMI connectivity, where for a long time they remained VGA or DVI. And so we, we're making it easy for people to adopt these new platforms just by having uh, the ability to plug in without adapters, for example, which is a, a bugbear of most broadcasters. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know, yeah, it's been, uh, you know, there's been a lot of different video formats. What, well, for a long time, what was the thinking behind uh, the decision to extend this range of connectivity now over and above, you know, any other time um, to the new connectivity types? Yeah, look, um, I remember uh, many, many years ago talking about VGA would be dead and we'd all be digital. And of course, servers have continued to ship with VGA and, and we're still supporting that today. But um, really, it's about that key point is that mass market turn. And we've seen HDMI and DisplayPort become that more and more in the last few years, um, DisplayPort particularly over DVI. So we've had the DisplayPort model in the, the range in the 100 uh, for a, those those three years now, and it's been extremely popular. Obviously, we expect that to continue. But one of the things that those newer um, connections provide is support for, for higher resolution. So we're actually supporting the dual link standards up to 2560 by 1600 with the 101T as well. So that's another step change, really, in that with not only supporting the connectors, but then supporting the resolutions that, that they offer as well. Um, and again, it just makes it easier for people to adopt knowing that, okay, what I put in there now, 
a lot of people aren't going to be using necessarily that full capacity but i've got that in and that future proofs me over the next five or ten years it's not um, at the stage where kvm is being ripped and replaced every year as we would you know the phones in the pockets or the laptops that we're using people want longevity in, in the platform so jamie we've, we've discussed a few applications there and uh while i've got you um i've got an application which uh I need to talk to you about. So we're running this show uh, through vMix on a on a laptop, which is by and large a laptop I use in another room of my house. We're basically in our own yep. homes now in a green screen studio. Yep. Um, now, every time we do a show, every time we do something in that, our virtual studio, the laptop has to up sticks, be brought into the studio, be connected up to all the various accessories I have. Um, when ultimately I need a KVM solution. I need the video, I need a keyboard, um, I need a mouse, and I need access to plug in another USB device, which we use a Stream Deck to basically switch the show. What should I be looking at in the KVM world to solve this problem? Okay, so there's a few things we'd always ask customers and um, one of those would be how far do you want to extend? You know, you're talking about a room nearby, so I'm going to assume you're within 100 meters or so of, of that room, and that, that opens up a, a number of different products to you. Um, I that how. <laughs> we're looking for um, those peripherals you mentioned, first of all. So um, one of the things to, to look out for is this concept of USB, um, not quite as universal as the name would um, suggest. And, and it is important that you assess if you want keyboard mouse, but you're looking for, uh, you mentioned Stream Deck there. We've, we've got a range of products that will support USB 2 and those Stream Deck-like products. Um, and then video couple of things that you mentioned that I that would stand out one absolutely we can we can get the video into the room for you across a, a cat5 cable we're going to do that by taking the video from your laptop extending it across a that cat6 cable to a receiver in the room where it's going to give you your USB connections and and that video connection for your screen but I'm also going to assume you probably want to use it when you're back in your office and uh, particularly when we come to things like laptops, we see people wanting to plug in a local screen. So it might be worth looking at a KVM that's got a local feed-through port or a splitter locally so that you can continue to plug your, your monitor in in that room while still having um, access remotely. And th those are the types of things that really differentiate the, the products on the market is what resolution of monitor are you going to look at? How far do you want to extend it? What peripherals are you going to play? And then and really, how are you going to use it? It may be that you're in one room and you want a user being able to access it and see it in the other room at the same time in an application. That's going to be a different demand than if you're moving the PC to a, a rack room or a server room where no one's going to access it locally. Um, so that's really why we order, uh, offer the breadth of products that we do is to cater for all of those different types of environment that, that we might see. Yeah, well, it's definitely under 100 metres. We'll have to get a kit list. Well, <laughs> And, and I think the whole reason this has come to the fore is that the laptop needs to be upgraded to a desktop and actually physically moving it becomes uh, a whole new ball game and hence finding a different solution, really. Yeah, and I, you know, we take your, your case and move it into a TV studio or back into a um, post-production environment, radio studio. 
it's really the accessing it for the user. It's giving the user what they need at that desk. And it sounds like you, you've got a couple of requirements there. We just need to assess those and make sure we're going to offer you those over the extension. Um, but then, you know, what do you need in terms of remote access, for example? Do you want to be able to access that PC for maintenance? And you could start to look at finding products that then offer you both in uh, in one product line. Um, and it's going to give you those, those different benefits. So definitely take a look and, um, yeah. You have to give me a call afterwards and we'll find exactly the right one for you. So are you trying to suggest that Matt can log in and actually do my work for me? Uh, potentially so, yeah. Yeah, or, or, or anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're going to give him the security rights. The he's got to be able to yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you can make it physically possible. You just can't make him do it. So brilliant. Before we let you go, though, we've got one, 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 one little thing. So based on, I mean, let, let's base this on any uh, experiences, you know, any challenges you've overcome, any barriers you've broken down in the last, uh, you know, let's say nine, ten months during this lockdown, and the solutions that yeah. you've had to um, that you've had to uh, sort out for people. Give us some tips. What 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 would you tell someone? Right, twenty twenty one. If you're going to face, you know, need to get over any challenges, this is what I need to tell you. I think really is assessing what what does your business look like um, post COVID. We're working with a lot of clients now to build remote access in, um, but they're also considering what's it going to be like when people do start to return to the facility. And and I think when you look at that, ultimately what we're seeing now across industry, not just within broadcast but elsewhere, is people ensuring that they are capable of dealing with both environments and not having dedicated systems for both that, that aren't um, built to work together. And maybe short term, they adopted models that got them up, up and running in, in March and April last year, and they just needed to. And then over time, we've maybe started to have time to think about what's the best way of doing that. Um, and there is just no doubt about it that, that the way that we're working with broadcasters now, and, and as I say, control rooms across many different industries is how do you prep for scenarios like this? How do you prep for a scenario where your staff may wish to be remote and perhaps you, you are gain an advantage as that as a business or an organization to supporting remote working? Um, and then how do you build systems that are going to allow you to flex and change to that demand? And, and ultimately, that that's what we're really offering people is that ability to say, well, it's like this today and it might be like that tomorrow, but I haven't got to redeploy a specific kit at the time. I'm giving that access today and it's just about how you use it. Yeah. Jamie, thank yeah. you very much for your time and coming on and telling us all about the Adelink Infinity 101T and of course for your words of wisdom in my somewhat challenging <laughs> environment here. Uh, it's good to no see problem. you again. And yeah, good to see thank, you. Thanks to you for watching today's show, which is brought to you with the support of Media Proxy and you can find out more about them at mediaproxy.com. We'll see you next time.